0: Sunrise on Saturday. I'm headed down to the lake. Just my buddy and me. Got my boat hooked up to my Chevy truck. I'm running high. Oh, ain't ever coming down. Time the back the boat down the ramp again. Do everything we can to come back in with a winning sack.
1: That's a life of a fisherman you wouldn't understand. Something you can't feel on dry land. You gotta get your arms way up in a cat. And Set the hook on smallmouth bass so and then you'll understand. You gotta get your hands on a shimmelie. Energy on the side I bet you like what you feel. Stay up on a deck, and give the world
0: Hello welcome to all away.
1: Five, that
0: ain't too bad. All right, guys, what's going on? It's Westbrook Wednesday. We're running a couple minutes late because we're having a little technical difficulties. We uh, dropped a signal, went live, and it wasn't actually pushing live. So, yeah, <laughs> welcome. Maybe, maybe the Ronas finally attacked the internet. <laughs> maybe so, but no, we um, we had a uh, had a little technical difficulty there. Uh, we went live and it wasn't pushing live and we had to start over and then uh, kicked Scott out of the out of the out of the green room. So now Scott's jumping back in. But guys, we're here. We're live. It's Wednesday. It's Westbrook Wednesday, baby. Woo! So what up, everybody? Uh, how's everybody doing? You guys surviving the Rona? Everybody's everybody's keeping keeping clear. Everybody's doing the air, the air high fives, the elbow dabs keeping all the germs away out of your sneezing distance of six feet. Did you guys realize that? My seven-year-old told me yesterday that uh, that the reason that the six-foot perimeter exists is because when you sneeze or you cough, that's six foot. I'm like, I don't know that a sneeze that I've ever sneezed is going six foot. That's impressive. That's impressive to me. So, guys, uh, holy geez louise, what a show we've got going on tonight. Let's not waste any time. Let's jump right in. Barry Davis is in the house. Michael Wildman, what's up, buddy? Walton Doyle, Stephen Edit, Ryan O'Neill, what's up, my brother? Steve Hoffman's in the house. Freddie Garza, the list goes on and on and on. Mr. Fletch Griffin, what's up? Guys, it's Westbrook Wednesday. Let's get this thing started. Are you ready? Because I am. What's going on, Facebook Live? Woo! What up, everybody? Welcome to Westbrook Wednesday. I'm your host, Scott Butcher, and holy crap, what a show we've got for you guys tonight. Uh it's a it's a it's a it's a two scott night. It's a two scott night. You know, they uh Brad posted up a meme earlier that was the great Scott from Back to the Future, right? Because we got two Scott's on here tonight. Here's the thing: at no point am I ever really the best Scott in the room, even when there's only one Scott in the room. But I promise you, there's a zero percent chance that I'm the best Scott on the show tonight. It's Scott Canterbury, mm-hmm. guys. 2019 Toyota Bassmasters. Angler of the Year is in the green room right now, ready to rock and roll. You guys know how we do this thing. Let's get this thing started off right. Uh, Bucks Island, guys, let me show you guys a little graphic. You guys have already seen if you're just tuning in. If you're not, it's not too late to jump in on this now because we're going to pick winners at the end of the show. Here's what I want you guys to know. You know how we jump off on this thing. Jump in the comment section right now now and let everybody know where you're watching from. Drop in the comments. We love seeing where everybody's watching from across the country. Secondly, go in and smash that share button. Hear me out now. We don't normally do this. When you go in and smash that share button, this is important. Let everybody know that we're on with the AOI, Scott himself, right? And so here's the thing. If you guys smash that share button, we're going to pick a winner for one of these 25 hour gift cards based off of who shared tonight. So go in and smash that share button right now. Get all your friends involved. You guys are tired of watching the same reruns. If you got small kids at home, you're tired of watching uh, Paw Patrol. I know that I'm overseeing rubble win the day over and over and over and over again. Um, but uh, guys, this is going to be good. This is going to be a lot of fun. Scott's got a phenomenal story and uh, he's told me that nothing is out of bounds. He said straight up, I'm an open book. Throw it on the table. So he gave me permission for six questions. Will he plead the fifth? We're going to find out. The guys over at Bucks Island have donated a phenomenal bait package. All you guys had to do was drop in to show us some fish pictures. Everybody's at home everybody's kind of, kind of on lockdown. So we want you guys, you know, show us those fish pictures, let us see a little bit of what I call fish porn and uh, you know, and see a little bit of what's going on there. So if you guys have already done that, let's get it rolling. But guys, it's uh it's the 2019 Toyota Bassmaster Angler of the year. I can't quit saying it enough. I don't know that he ever gets tired of hearing it. I know his wife Dixie doesn't. Taylor might, his 17 year old daughter, but I mean to a 17 year old girl, like what's cool. I don't know anymore. You know what I'm saying? So, guys, without further ado, Mr. Scott Canterbury, you guys smash that heart button, smash that likes up, because here's the man. What up, Scott?
1: What's going on, guys? I appreciate it, man. It's been awesome. I'll never get tired of hearing
0: it. (laughs) Right? It never gets old. No,
1: it it doesn't get old, that's for sure.
0: (laughs) Well, dude, man, I I, I can't thank you enough, man. Uh, You know, obviously, uh, you know, Michael and Dan and all the guys over at Bucks Island, we're super close with those guys um i work with them a whole lot doing a bunch of different things uh you know behind the camera in front of the camera just whatever i can those guys just do a phenomenal job and when we were talking about putting together a show with bucks island i mean you i mean you know you're scott Canterbury. it was like <laughs> hey i'm I'm swinging for the fences what do i got to do to get scott on the show and uh and looky lucky man here you are bro
1: it's not hard those guys are great to me uh they're great to everybody down at Bucks Dude, Island. It's like it's a big funny. one big family. It's a family run organization and man it's it's awesome being a part of that. And uh, I tell you what, if anybody's in the market looking for a boat, a kayak or a skeeter boat or you know, they carry so many different brands, but anybody that needs some anything in the marine industry, Bucks Island's got it. With a tackle stop a tackle store up at the loft now, I mean they yeah. got everything.
0: Dude, I mean, they really have. When, when I talked to them and they were telling me that they were bringing in the tackle shop and they were doing, uh, you know, I, I always want to call it the crow's nest, but, you know, yeah. the loft up there. It, uh, like, I mean, man, they weren't kidding. I mean, they went full bore and brought in, I mean, the best of the best. You know, they I mean, they, they brought they've in some done a, They've done a
1: phenomenal here. job for sure.
0: They really I mean, have.
1: That, that place has really surprised me over the past years. I mean, it's just like, their service department is second to none. I mean, it's unbelievable,
0: dude. And and not only that, but they've brought in a bunch of kayak stuff here lately. You know, they yeah. they, they brought in Torquedo. they brought in uh, Yak Attack, they brought in Jackson Boats. Um, I, you know, and and I think they're looking to do more. I know that they had a big thing a big thing scheduled for this coming weekend, but obviously, you know, with the outbreak and everybody on lockdown, uh, that's going to be rescheduled. But you guys know that as soon as that uh, as soon as those dates are put in motion, uh, I was planning to be there along with a whole bunch of other kayak guys. And so, uh, you know, as soon as that gets rescheduled, we will do that. But Scott, man, you are here for a game of that we call "Plead the Fifth. It's your first time being on the show. I, I wouldn't even begin to, to believe that you've seen this show before. But uh, man, this is this is a show uh, that it's a game that we call "Plead the fifth. There's six questions. You told me nothing was out of bounds, so right. I, I told right. you
1: I couldn't plead the fifth, though.
0: Well, you can, you're right. You can, and that's the rule, right? You get one plead the fifth. Okay. At any point over the six questions, now. Scott, what I'll tell you is this: is if you use, if you say I played the fifth, I will, I, like, I may smirk a little, but I won't do any follow up questions. I won't run back to it. It's, it's, it's a dead. And then you can deal with the internet later on about why you played the fifth of that question. <laughs> if you make it through all six, Scott, what I can promise you is this: is, uh, is you're gonna win a whole bunch of nothing.
1: So <laughs> That's awesome. Zero incentive. I'm used, to, I'm used to winning a lot of nothing, so that'll be good. I went. Hey, I've been fishing around the house here recently, so I've been winning a lot of nothing.
0: There's yeah, there's absolutely nothing for you to uh, for you to jump in and win. All right, guys, we're fixing to get in the game. If you guys are just tuning in, it's Westbrook Wednesday. We're on with Mister Scott Cannonberry, uh, Bassmaster Elite Series Pro, and uh, in 2019, Toyota Bassmaster Angler of the Year. Uh, guys, jump in the comment section right now. Let us know where you're watching from. Go in and smash that share button. If you get that share button smashed, we're going to announce a winner for one of these $25 Bucks Island gift cards. We're going to give away the bait package and the two other gift cards later on towards the end of the show. But, Scott, man, plead the fifth. Uh, six questions. Here we go. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right, boss, man. Plead the fifth. Westbrook Wednesday. Right now, question number one, man. Being born and raised in Alabama. Sweet home, Alabama. Obviously, you're diehard. Roll tide fan, your wife graduated from there. I think you may or may not have skipped a bunch of classes there. <laughs> uh from what I could see on, you know, in, in school records. Yeah, I pulled those. And uh yeah, your wife graduated from over there. It's it's been a home sweet home to you and the family for a long for I mean for, for the most part your whole life. Yeah. Um, but dude, it, it seems to be an epicenter in Alabama of what we in the industry call hammers, guys that just straight hammer fish oh, all the God. time. I mean, there are so many hammers. That live in that state, what is it about Alabama that you think best represents what makes it the the home of the hammers for the most part in the fishing industry?
1: Man, I've, I've told people a long time, you know, if you could compete around here at a high level, you didn't have to win every week, but if you could compete at a high level around the house or all over Central Alabama, Northern, Northern Alabama, you could travel anywhere in the country and compete. You know, I don't know if it's what it is. I think it has a lot to do with you know, the love for the sport that everybody has here, the, the, the pride that everybody puts into fishing. I mean, there's just been so many great fishermen around this area and, and it has succeeded at all levels. So, you know, the diversity of all the rivers that we have, the lakes, I mean, we've got the Highland Reservoirs. If you go to Smith Lake or Lake Martin, if we fish like out at the Ozarks and then we got the Coosa River, which is current or it's a lake on the other end. And then we've got <laughs> the right? famous, you know, Tennessee River. I mean, you know, you yeah. can fish the diversities that we have, and you have to compete. And I mean, I traveled, you know, to Uvala as it, as I was growing up, my teenage years and stuff. So that was, just, I mean, the amount of diversities we catch fish from a foot and a half or fifteen inches, you know, flipping mats all the way out to twenty five thirty foot on Gunnersville in the summertime. So I think it's that you have to learn to be so versatile in all aspects of fishing and if you can compete around here you can compete anywhere
0: do you think that there's another state just i mean i'm putting you on the spot but do you think there's another state that can compete as far as the
1: diversity inside the borders you know we talked i talked to a lot of buddies and about this and there i mean you know tennessee's got some great great fish you know diversities and and fishermen that come from tennessee and there's a lot of them um you know the carolinas Surprises you, but man, there's a lot of great fishermen that come out of those Carolinas, and it comes back to you know, they're sort of really good when you come to the Coosa River. All those guys in Carolinas are great dock skippers and fishing docks. I mean, you got you can just go on down the list and name them there. I mean, you got Brian Thrift that starts oh, out yeah. one of the best, fish. but I've talked to Brian and Matt Airy and Todd Alton and several guys from that area over there. There's so many great fishermen from the Carolinas that didn't make it didn't even want to go professional didn't want to go that route there was no point in leaving
0: home right yeah that
1: they could have done it i mean so yeah there's other ones but i think the hub of the bass fishing is right here in alabama and i mean i'm just so blessed to be in the state that i grew up in and learn fishing the way i learned it. i learned fishing tail races of the coosa rivers how i learned to fish and
0: you spent a lot of time with your uncle on the water at a young age, right? Your uncle and your oh, dad. Yeah. I mean, I mean yeah, you grew up in a family of anglers.
1: They were all iron workers, you know. And my dad was a superintendent for for Birmingham Steel Directors. I went to work for them for a while. But, I mean, he worked so many hours. He probably averaged from my, you know, upper teenage years till my, you know, till I got married or so. He probably averaged, you know, over 60 hours a week at work. And when he didn't work on Saturdays, we'd fish. But he worked a lot on Saturdays because the mills would be shut down and they'd have to come in and do their work. So, yeah. you know, a lot of times my uncle, he after he retired, that's who I fished with.
0: Dude, love that, man. Love it. See, question one, man. Easy, right? No sweat. Oh, yeah. yeah, No, no sweat problem. Yet. No problem. <laughs> question two. Um, now, I couldn't lock down a year, but there was a construction accident. That you were involved in, that kind of was a was a was a snowball effect, and a little bit of that of that old butterfly effect. That that construction accident happened, and you were in a cast before you went pro. You actually had ended up switching reels, like you used to. Fish oh gosh. I know what.
1: It, it When you say a construction accident, it sort of brings back a lot of bad memories. It, well, exactly. A lot of construction
0: accidents, but 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 the early. one the one that I'm talking, talking about, about specifically. I mean, you went as yeah. far. As to order new reels that were left-handed, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, you I were know exactly a, which one you're talking about. You were in college. a
0: cast that that ultimately you won about eleven grand while you were on you know on restriction, right? Couldn't go to work. You which won about eleven thousand dollars while in a cast, and that's kind of what gave you that spark to jump, right? I don't
1: know if it gave me the spark, but I sure did love it at that time. I was in a. It happened on a. Uh, what year sure was this? It happened on a Thursday year. evening. And my wife was, you know, she was seven months pregnant or something oh when it happened God. or six months pregnant. So 18 you know, years go ago, back is 17 years, a little over 17 years ago. Happened on a Thursday evening and they did, I had rushed in and did surgery on my wrist. I broke my wrist in eight places. And I kept telling them my jaws were hurt, and they just said, did it knock you out? And I was like, no, no, it didn't knock me out. Well, they never did even do nothing. I have a whole big scar where they sewed me up from the inside and the outside on the bottom of my chin. I fell about 12 foot and landed on my chin on concrete stairs. My feet were up above me, had a nail gun in my left hand, and it, I tried to catch myself, and that's how I broke my wrist. But, um, yeah, I mean, when I got up Friday morning after surgery and everything, I was mad at my wife for not waking me up because we had a club tournament that that day I was supposed to go fish i I would have just rowed in the boat, but the next Saturday I did go fishing with Shane Mitchell I know as one of my great fishing buddies and uh and i I just told him I said, we'll just you know we'll go use my boat. I had a cast on my left arm I had four screws, two in my hand sticking up about an inch. And two in the bone up here sticking up and they had a big bracket. They would go in and tighten that every once in a while to pull the bones back together. And
0: how soon did it did you decide that, oh, I've got to order left-handed reels because I can't Well, reel.
1: the the first Saturday I went fishing with him. I just used a spinning rod. And I had a cast so I could just hold that handle and I would just wind the whole rod. And it would I was just working the rod, I just hold the handle still. And all day, well, this is
0: this is a dick. I mean, you're addicted to fishing Sunday, at this point.
1: On Sunday, my wife took me to her dentist because I couldn't eat anything. Couldn't open my mouth. It was crazy.
0: You were, your, your, your jaw was like fired shut, right? Well, it
1: wasn't until Sunday I went to her dentist. <laughs> he, he sent me to an orthopedic surgeon, his friend, and then they rushed me to surgery after doing all kinds of x-rays and stuff. I broke both my jaws. And my mouth was wired shut with stainless steel wires. That's a but good diet. You didn't, you didn't diet. know I lost, that. I lost, I lost like 36 pounds in six weeks because I didn't eat a bite of food. I had to drink through a, eat through a straw. Oh,
0: so, my God.
1: So we we go to Lake Mitchell, and we run up the river, and these screws are sticking up out of the cast, and they're like got frost on them almost. I mean, it's hurting my whole arm because those screws got cold. But anyhow, we're fishing, and I can't do much, you know, but I'm in the back of the boat, and I tell it, Shane, I'm, I said, I got a bite. And I can't open my, I just talked like that. I got a bite. And I'd reel down and I would set the hook and he would come get the rod. And then I would get the net and net the fish. Oh and we did my. that all day. And about two o'clock, I told him, I said, man, I said, if I get another bite, I said, I'm going to try to reel it in. I just want to try to reel it in. And I ended up getting a bite and I set the hook and I caught almost a six pound spot. It's like a five, 12 spot and one big fish. The only fish that I reeled in all day. So it was a pretty neat deal. We won that tournament and had big fish. I won the next week. The biggest thing, though, that we won, you're talking about the money, um, I just went fishing three or four days a week, and I had to fish super slow. But me and my or my dad and myself fished the Airport Marine Trail all year, and our championship, every year, Flynn Gerald would have it, like right before Christmas. So we won like six grand in that tournament. We beat – I mean, you know, you're talking about all the hammers around here. We beat everybody. Yeah. You know, 100-boat tournament, we won it. And I'm using – by that time, I had ordered left-handed flipping reel so I could use 20-pound line, and I just pitched – I still had to reel with a whole flip rod, but I could hold the handle on the left-handed reel and just hold it still. <laughs> and I could reel them all in, but we did. We won the Airport Marine Championship that year. Uh, it was pretty special. I almost kept that cast in this war for another year. What 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 kind of what,
0: what kind of conversations are you and seven month pregnant Dixie having to where like, honey, I'm going fishing. I got to order left handed reels.
1: Yeah, yeah, no. It's, I, I, I mean, to, I just went to Marks Outdoors and got those. I didn't order none. So at that <laughs> time, we'll get into some was was time, you know.
0: Was we, that a bigger fight than right we, after you guys got married and you told her you were going to go buy a boat because that was an issue too, right?
1: That was one. That was probably our biggest fight. Even till today, maybe that might have been our Dig, biggest. Our like, Not a fight too much.
0: No, but, but I,
1: I I showed up one evening, went been married for a couple of months, and I had a bunch of papers, you know. And when she got home from work, I said, "Hey, I need you to sign these papers." And she's like, "What's that?" And I said, "I'm getting a boat. I got to hey, get you to sign hey. the paper." You're not getting a boat. Cause I had a little aluminum boat, You're not getting a boat? and I said, yeah, we're going to get a boat. I said, I'll probably have a boat payment for the rest of my life or as long as we're married, I'll probably have a boat. payment."
0: So oh gonna, my and, God.
1: You know, she went with it and thank God she did. Cause look where it's got us now.
0: You went with the forgiveness over permission route, right? That's, that's, like that's just, exactly right. That's, yeah.
1: That's pretty much the way I've done a lot of things, you know, and <laughs> she said, how are you going to pay for it? And I said, well, I mean, I'll figure if it out work more hours. I'll work more hours. I was a construction worker had a little business and you know, that's how I was doing when I fell. And, and I'd always, I've always said, if you want something bad enough, if you go after it, if you want to bad enough, you can get it. I mean, and I just, if I need to take on another job, I was going to take on another job, but I needed a boat. So I was going to have a boat. payment.
0: Is there, has there been, have you had a moment of victory in your marriage, Scott, where she has come back and said the
1: boat was a good choice? We've talked about it several times. I don't want to go that far. But we've talked about it several times, and, and it was a good choice. you know. It, I, uh, but has she said it? She sort of says, yeah, you know, yeah, whatever. But I don't get too much credit too many when, times. But that's one thing.
0: When she puts the did, seatbelt yeah. buckle around the Angler of the Year trophy, and didn't set in then that it was a good choice? <laughs>
1: yeah, it was a good choice then, yeah. We, we probably talked about it on that ride home.
0: Yeah, right? That was yeah, a long was, ride home you guys had.
1: Yeah, she uh, – she, made a, she posted a picture of that trophy seat belted in in the back seat. at like. We didn't set any alarms. We went out with Yamaha and a bunch of people that night and celebrated a little bit. But, I mean, we were all wore out, you know. So we went back to the motel and went to sleep. Didn't set an alarm or nothing. I said, when we get up, I said, it don't matter. We just drive home. We got a 12-and-a-half-hour drive. I woke up at, like, 4 o'clock, and I rolled over, and she's sitting there scrolling through Facebook on her phone. At 4 a.m. in the morning, I said, if you're up, I'm up. I said, "Let's go." So she took a picture of that and posted it at like 4:30, and at about 15 to 5, my phone started ringing. It was pretty crazy. So that was it was an awesome trip home.
0: That's phenomenal, man. Phenomenal stories, dude. Uh, all right, on to question number three here for Plead the Fifth here on Westbrook Wednesday. Um, uh, I that boat question
1: was number three. Do what? I thought that boat question was number. No, three. no, no. no. <laughs>
0: a follow up. Just a follow up. All right, question three. Uh, I love this, and I want you to explain it in more detail. Okay. In your house, with with your your beautiful wife, Miss Dixie, of 19 years, and your daughter, Miss Taylor, who's a who's a junior in high school, just turned 17, I believe. Yep. Um. You guys have what you call the 24 hour rule. Yeah. Where after a tournament, you've got 24 hours to 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 do whatever you got to do to deal with that event, good or bad, and yep. move on. Tell me about that, how it came about, and why that's such an important factor. Because I feel like we hear guys all the time say you got to just move on. But you actually, you guys give yourself a, a day to process whatever you need to process.
1: Yeah, I mean, good or bad. I mean, she, she sort of, she didn't come up with it, but she followed Nick Saban, of course, who's the greatest football coach of all time. Roll, roll tide. tide. Roll side. <laughs> You know what I mean? It doesn't matter. I think if they win a national championship, he gives them a little more time. So she gave me a little more time when I won the AOY. But uh, good tournament, bad tournament, good game, bad game. Nick yeah. Saban gives them 24 hours to either celebrate or to, you know, lick their wounds, basically. You know, gripe, yeah. complain. It's that white one is what you'll have to have. Uh-oh. Uh, yeah, but that – uh to lick their wounds, quit complaining about it, and then it's back to business as normal. And that's pretty much how we do it around here. I mean, I've got 24 hours. If I win, if I finish, you know, I mean, if I finish 30th or and I'm in that, you know, $10,000 check range and I barely got it, and, it, you know, that's not good. But I don't complain too much because I did what I could do. But when you finish second or third or fourth or even like fifth or sixth and you may have lost some fish or something, that's the ones that sting, and you want to talk about them for a week. It seems like so. Uh, it just, you know, she gives me twenty four hours to get over it or and move on to the next one. That one won't work.
0: Phenomena. How? How? Uh, what, when? At what that. point did you guys bring that in to the to 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 your to your repertoire of events? I mean, do you know?
1: Uh well, I mean, she just got tired of me talking to talking <laughs> griping about tournament, you know, if I didn't do good and I was bickering about it for, you know, two or three days or whatever, it gets on her nerves. So she just said, hey, we're going to follow the Nick Saban rule. It works for them. It's going to work for us. It's 24 hours. You got 24 hours. It was a good tournament, 24 hours on a bad tournament. So um, basically, you know, after Aoy I had a little longer time because she did a, a little bit more as far as you know, we had, she threw me a big party and stuff. So I had a lot of time to talk about that. I may have got a little dark on y'all
0: then. No problem. No, you're good. You're good, man. You're, you're, your volume is good. That's perfectly fine. No problem whatsoever. Um, dude, phenomenal, man. I, you know, I, I'm starting to see a trend here. The more I do these interviews and I get to talk with guys at the top because straight up for me, this is, you know, this is a, a, a dream, uh, you know, job for myself to get to sit down and pick the brains of guys at, at the highest level of this industry and of this community and of this sport. And, and dude, I'm telling you right now, one of the things I see a lot going is guys that have a phenomenally strong, uh, uh, uh partner in life, support group. And, dude, a hundred percent, man. It's a and team. It,
1: you can't, I mean, and everybody's always said that there's no way that I could go fishing without people pushing you, supporting you all the time, not pushing you, but they're supporting you and they're telling you, you can do it. And, you, and you, there's been times where I said, man, I said, I'm done. There's been years, I mean, there's been times when I said, man, this this tournament here is the last tournament of the year, and if I don't do good, don't get a check, I'm done. I'm going to go back to work. I said, it's not worth it. It's aggravating. And it just, I, whenever that happened, though, I always seemed to get a check. I mean, the one time that I actually did was 100% set on it. If I don't get a check in this tournament, I'm done. This is the last tournament of the year. I fished it. I said, I did. I tried it, and it just didn't work for me, you know. The very the only time I've ever said that, and i was going to do it for sure, I was in like a 100th place the first day, and I caught a giant bag the second day, and I jumped back dollars. Yeah, yeah. And the biggest stringer for two days got the check. I got 10,000, and he got zero. And I would, I mean, if it had been the other way around, who knows? I may not have ever fished another one.
0: Got it. Understand, understand.
1: I understand. When stuff like that happens, I sort of feel like I know that I'm doing what I was meant to be doing.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely, guys. If you're just tuning in here to Westbrook Wednesday, welcome, welcome in. We are we are live right now with uh, the 2019 Toyota Bassmaster Classic uh, Angler of the Year, Mr. Scott Cannonbury. If you guys missed any of the show before, you're welcome to uh, catch up with this on every major podcast platform. You can uh, if you don't have time to, to finish out the show, or you don't have time to go back and catch back up later on. This is available for audio podcast on every major podcast platform. We should have it up and running tomorrow morning. You guys can catch up with every single episode of this at westbrooksupplyco.com dot com forward slash westbrook Wednesday, and we have all of these series. We do the show, of course, every single Wednesday night. The show tonight is presented to you guys by Bucks Island. We are giving away a, uh, a Scott Canterbury uh, 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 jig pack, and I'm going to smash that share button. If you go smash that share button and let everybody know you're on right now with the Aoy himself, uh, play you know finish up the last half of Plead the Fifth. Then we're going to use one of these twenty five dollar gift cards for bucks island to uh to give away to one of you guys now scott man here's a here's a segment of the show that we do pretty regularly it's almost a weekly occurrence on the show we call it crank that instagram and what we've done is we've actually gone through and uh and we've drugged a, a big crank bait across the bottom of your instagram and pulled up some photos and i'm gonna throw them up on the screen here and i just want you to give me a little bit more context about each photo okay you know, you, you, sounds that- good that's not a nervous look on your face, is it?
1: No, no, I'm good You're with good. that. Sounds good. All right, I good hope man. I can remember. I, I'll be able to remember. Yeah. Well, I think
0: we touched base on this one earlier, so super simple. I mean, this is probably one of the best photos of you on your Instagram, right?
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I we mean, had that strapped in at four thirty in the morning. Like I said, started getting calls about five, 15 to five from sponsors early that morning. You know, they knew that I was awake, just congratulating me, and a special moment there. I mean, it was pretty, pretty awesome, but. You know, that really never – I mean, I guess because I was just so tired or whatever, I mean, it was something that we all want to do, whether you're fishing a Thursday nighters at Logan Martin or you're fishing the BFLs or the Bass Opens or whatever. You're running NASCAR. It doesn't matter. Yeah. At the end of the year, you want to be the points champion, and that's what we all strive for as competitors. So that was awesome. Um, And I don't guess it ever really sunk in too much until – I mean, it was probably five thirty or six, and Dixie was still. She was sitting beside me as we're driving home, and she said, "Hey, you know that Scott Canterbury's name now is Bassmaster Angler of the Year, and you're the twenty fourth,
0: twenty fourth
1: different name ever. that's ever had that title
0: ever. You know, there's that's some great names. Drake's
1: has had it multiple, multiple times because there's yep. fifty of them, but I was the twenty fourth person to ever have it, so that's pretty yeah. special."
0: No, it's it's phenomenally special, and I, and like you said before earlier, you know, as we keep referencing to it, you know, in in the industry, you know, your name will never be said again without that year and that title in front of it, you know, really, and uh, you know, it's just it's it's just utterly incredible, uh, inc- incredible to uh, to see, and and what a phenomenal photo to kind of have there on your gram, yeah, uh, for the for the world to see there. All right, right next now. next photo up um, is one that I just I absolutely love, man. Tell us about this.
1: Oh gosh, I can't really see it good, but that's the Venture Bass Boat. One of the that's the first fiberglass boat that I bought. Uh, me and my dad, and myself, had a couple of boats together, but that's the first fiberglass boat I had. It had a 150 Mariner on it, and that's my dad sitting there and me behind him. I guess we're holding up some. I can't see the picture. I just know exactly what it was. I mean, yeah. But we're holding up fish. I've got two holding them up behind him, and he's got yeah. his tail out. So you know, I mean. I've told the story many times, I mean, growing up fishing, my dad, my uncle, several of us, we were all outdoorsmen, all fishermen, and I mean, my dad took me hunting, he didn't care much about hunting, but he took me hunting when he could, I just loved the outdoors and was always involved with it, but my passion was always bass fishing, I had my uncle, we crappie fish, we catfish, we striper fish, we did anything that would pull our string, we didn't care, but... If he was crappie fishing, I was turned throwing a worm out toward the middle of bass fishing, and that's, I mean, that's just a special picture there, of me and my dad. Might have been on my birthday. I know on May the twelfth, my birthday, that I've never, never went to school on a birthday. I mean, it's toward the end of the school year, but every year on my birthday, we were fishing.
0: You was fishing banks, boats, docks. What I mean, you, your whole life, you've been fishing on your birthday every yep. year.
1: Yep. No now, doubt. Now,
0: this is a photo here where again, you're talking about like bass is what's always brought you in competitively. But you like to fish, you'll fish to fish any, I mean, anywhere and all the time, right? Oh, yeah.
1: I love fishing. I love saltwater fishing. I really—I don't get to go very often. That's my cousin Andy Armstrong's boat. Uh, that was a little, he's got a, new, a little bit bigger boat now, but, I mean, he'll take us out. Anytime I want to go, he's always willing. Uh, I mean, I love to fish, and I can catch saltwater fish, too. I, I mean, I just enjoy it. Uh, terry stevens was with us on that trip really good friend of mine from down at seminole and uh you know we caught we stopped on a wreck we were going tuna fishing overnight but we stopped on a wreck on the way out and caught i think we caught like six grouper uh that's a big gag there so uh you know we had a blast a lot of fun and uh, you know that's one thing i enjoy about crappie fishing is i get to eat them i get to put them in the freezer or get to have a a lot of people over great thing about saltwater fishing we cut you know, we get to keep our limit and eat them. Uh, we get to go snapper fishing at least. I try to go at least once a year snapper fishing. You can't keep but like two a person, but when you catch two 15 to 25 yeah. pounders, you know, you get a lot of meat, and you got six or eight guys on the boat, and we'll usually go fine, Friday and Saturday. So we go, if we go down, we'll go at least two days and uh, make it worth it, and it's a lot of fun. I enjoy it. It's, it's like survival out in the ocean. It's a lot different than bass fishing
0: no for uh, that's a fact especially when you're spending overnights out there i haven't i haven't made that yet on the on the ocean i haven't done that that's a that's a new one for me uh now this looks like the uh this is like the 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 ghost motor on the front of the skeeter here
1: yep okay yeah i i can't even see the ghost on my screen here but yeah that's the ghost trolling motor this year uh i'm absolutely loving it you know the lawrence came out with a trolling motor they worked on this for years and sort of kept it quiet. We knew about it for a while, but uh, they kept it quiet for a long time. That's a super fast, super quiet motor. It's no it's yeah. brushless motor, but it's super efficient on your batteries. Instead this, of this running your trolling quite- motor on high to fight current all day and your battery's getting weak at 3 o'clock, you can run them on high for two days and they get weak at 3 o'clock now. So uh, it's pretty awesome. I'm really enjoying it.
0: This looks like the bay at Bucks Island. Is this an install that you had those guys do for you?
1: Yep, they do all my service work at Bucks, and uh, all my they do all my rigging. Justin there is probably he's one of the, if not the best, he's one of the best in the business at doing any rigging. I send people over there all the time. If you want electronics, trolling motor, any kind of rigging you want done on your boat, and you want it done right, Justin. Justin at Bucks Island will take care of it for you,
0: dude. A hundred percent.
1: Yeah. This photo right here,
0: just, I mean, like, I, I can't I can not not let you flex with this yeah. photo here and kind of show. I mean, like, this is this is a flexing photo right here. If you're ever going to have a photo where you just want to show off, this is the photo to do it in, man. I mean, tell hey, me about it. Jimmy's in the
1: middle. I, I only see our legs. That's Jimmy. I know what we're doing because of the paddles, but Jimmy Houston's in the middle. Is Hank in there with us? Yep. Okay. Hank Parker's in there. Yeah. I mean, you know, I've known Hank a pretty good while. But I really, really got to know Jimmy as a super person. He's a you know great fisherman, two-time angler of the year in bass. But he is better person than he is a fisherman. It's unbelievable. I've got to know him a lot. Got to spend some time at his ranch, take the people fishing, and uh, any time you can get to be around somebody that's as as good a person as he is, as godly as a man as he is, and as great a fisherman, there's always something to learn from him
0: this has to be a photo that's up in your house somewhere, right? Like this, I mean, like this no, is, it's not, Imagine.
1: it's not up in the house. That was at, that's actually at a, at the last year's Bashmaster Classic in Chatt- in uh Knoxville where Jimmy did an appreciation dinner for all his sponsors and TV hosts and everything. And uh, they gave paddles to a lot of us and it was a uh, good times. That's for sure.
0: Well, Ta- Ta- Taylor Canterbury, if you're listening to this, I'm telling you right now, Father's Day is coming. Uh, his birthday is coming in May. I'm telling you right now, this needs to be blown up and framed to go on the wall. Now. I've got
1: some awesome pictures around here I'd love to show you that my wife has done for me. I've got, there's five of them that show, well, we had three I got for Christmas and two showing up the other day that are made on the canvas, and it's pretty cool.
0: Well, I, I'm, I'm such a, I'm a photographer first at heart and a storyteller, so I love the opportunity to kind of do that. And with that is what gets me into our last photo here because uh, the last photo that I chose here for crankbait, your Instagram, is this photo right here. And uh, I, dude, it just, it hit me in the feels when I seen that's it today. That's today. Yeah. Yeah,
1: that's today. You know, that's uh, crappie fishing. We, we've been crappie fishing a lot here lately. She's Taylor's always enjoyed fishing. She enjoys getting out. She really enjoys deer hunting. I've got a lot of pictures on Instagram with her killing big deer. Yep. Yeah, she makes all the boys jealous at school, killing bigger deer than they killed. But, <laughs> but this week... Isn't it right? But this... No, I guess it was last week. Last week, she really got the hang of shooting docks and catching yeah. crappie on a jig. So uh, I was excited. I'm excited for her to get back out there. Uh, she enjoys it. She, gets to re- she just enjoys the sun, too, and being outside, the way things are right now. We're cooped up in the house. Yeah. But getting out, you know, I mean it's a, you know, we got to do things the right way. I mean, as a, as a country, as a group of yeah. people, the things have got to be done the right way to get this situation. I don't like talking about it, but the virus, get this situation. No, yeah, care. Sure. I mean, we got to do it safe, live safe, fish safe. It's, we're all out there on the water. We're, we're not messing with anybody and we're not around a big group of people. We fished a tournament last weekend and they did it the right way. Had a drive through way in, never got within six foot of more than you know, as far as live safe and fish safe, we're all good.
0: Absolutely, man. Well, I have to ask the follow-up question here just because I've got three toddlers at home. My youngest is my only female, and uh, she's only three, about to be four. But I have to ask, is she still excited to go jump in the goat and go spend time with daddy? Because I'm terrified now that my teenage, my 17-year-old daughter – isn't going to want to be spending time with me. So what have you, if you got parenting advice
1: there you can give or what? You better, you better enjoy it while she's young. Cause it gets tougher to get that time. I promise you, it's not as easy to get her to go now as it used to be. I mean, Understood. she's got a lot going on.
0: That's yeah, yeah. One of the yeah.
1: toughest things in our sport doing what I do for a living is being gone. We're yeah. gone. And I've missed a lot of them, of her growing up. I mean, when I used to leave the first year that I did this, she was four years old and I'd leave to go on the road and she'd get sick the whole time. And we nah. didn't know what it was. Just a nervous stomach is what she had, because Daddy wasn't around. So yeah. that was really tough on me for a while. But uh, it's not as easy. I mean, she's got a lot going on. She's super involved with school. She's involved with dance. She's, in, she's always doing something, which is great, and I encourage her to do that. Uh, she's a school photographer when she's, not doing, when she's not doing dance or something like that. So, like I say, it's not as easy to get her to go but yeah. uh anytime i can get her to get in the boat with me it's pretty fun and uh it's a lot easier to talk her into going deer hunting it seems like especially <laughs> if i tell her hey we got, I got a buddy that's seeing a lot of deer we need to go she's ready oh, it's, she'll it's, be up at three o'clock in the morning waking me up to go to the woods i i had to roll her out of bed at eight o'clock to get her to go fishing now we used to I fish tournaments and i'd wrap her up in a blanket when she was six or seven years old i'd wrap her up for the first hour while we were running and stuff and uh, as the sun come out, then she'd wake up and start fishing. So uh, it's dude, good times. I, anytime you can spend it with them,
0: I love that all the way around, man. I think that's one of my favorite things about you is is how much you put God first in your life and your family, you know, and all that stuff, dude. You just you're just you're just phenomenal in 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 that matter and in that capacity. But dude, there you go. That's the crankbank section of the Instagram. See, nothing to worry about, man. Your Instagram was good.
1: Yep, nothing to worry about there. Nothing like to worry it.
0: about. All right, on to question five. This is, uh, this is another one of our kind of standard questions that we ask our big hammers when they come on the show. And uh, this is, and folks that are familiar with the show, you'll know what I'm talking about, but I'm going to explain it to you, Scott. Okay. This is Mount Rushmore, okay? All Everybody right. knows what Mount Rushmore is with Roosevelt, Lincoln, Washington, and Jefferson. Scott, what I'm going to yeah. ask you to do is to build Scott Cannonbury's Mount Rushmore for the fishing industry. Four guys who need to go on, who need to go up on the hill what four guys and why?
1: Man, that's a tough one. I mean, you can go back. It's to a tough one. It, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's some anglers, but it'll be some of the guys dude, that this is, help the industry yep. as well too. You know, I mean, you know, there, there's there's no wrong way to do this. Ray Scott with bass, you know, without them start him doing what his part. I mean, you know, none of it would probably be possible. And then you, you, yeah. I mean. It's you. You don't want to leave people out. I mean, good gracious! No, for um, sure. You, there's just so many people. It's tough. The guys, the TV guys, and everybody that I grew up watching. Uh, I mean, if you had to just put one of them in, I mean, golly, you you would have to put one of them in, though. I mean, there's no wrong answers here, know, man. This got is Jimmy your. You Jimmy Houston, North. Bill Dance, Hank Parker. You got all those guys. And you can't. You can't put them all in. Just put uh, – I didn't even mention him, but we'll just throw this name in there. I mentioned Jimmy Houston. I, I would love to have him up there and Bill Dance. Put Roland Martin in there. I mean, Roland he's the guys with the show, but he's, you know, won so many t- titles. He never won a classic or anything, but he's angler of the year so many times. Yeah. Um, you know, if you want to put in some of the greatest fishermen ever, you, you can't leave out Rick Klun and uh, kevin van dam i mean you know good gracious. i mean
0: we, this is yeah, your amount
1: that's, that's, that's pretty tough that's a pretty big one uh Klund won a tournament in five different decades and that'll probably yep. never be matched again no and then you got van dam who is the strongest there's ever been you know when he was at his peak and he still he's got many more to win now too so, so
0: which name am i right now are you going Clun or kvd oh, no. that's the
1: last no last... It, are oh. you taking
0: two uh, I mean if you're I mean you name Ray Scott and Roland Martin. Are you are you doing both? Are you finishing out are you rounding it off yeah, with KVD yeah, and it. Clun? That's it. Okay. Both of them, yeah. Clun and K V D. Yeah. Guys, the the Scott Cannonberry Mount Rushmore for the fishing industry is Ray Scott. Can't be argued. I mean, just come on now. Roland Martin, phenomenal, phenomenal. I think you're I think uh I have to go back and watch. But I wanna say that uh that Cruises uh when he did this, I think that he put Roland Martin in there as well. Really? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Um I've got uh,
1: to know Roland over the years too, and I mean he's you know, yep. he's a good he's a great guy as well, you know. Well, I, I, awesome.
0: actually, I actually have Rick Klun on the schedule to come do this show. And okay. so we're gonna so so I will let him know that that, that he's on your Mount Rushmore.
1: That's right. Make and, sure and, uh,
0: yeah, exactly. And then, of course, KVD, the legend himself. What a phenomenal Mount Rushmore, guys! You guys, jump in the comment section and let us know what your Mount Rushmore is uh, in the fishing industry. Love that, man. Great answers, man. Great answers. All right, question six. This is one of my favorites for you. Okay. Hear me out. Now we're taking we're we're we're, we're jumping into Westbrook world here, right? So so the rules don't apply really, right? You're gonna go back in time. You're jumping in a time machine right now. You're in the DeLorean. You're gonna hit it to eighty. Right, you're going to jump in. You're going to go back in time to 1996 and to 20 year old Scott. And as you're as you're driving, as you're shuttling classic anglers back and forth up on Lay Lake, the year that George Cochran won won the Bassmaster Classic, what advice or what would you tell 20 year old Scott Canterbury, knowing what you know now?
1: You know, I mean, I had a time of my life doing that. Uh, we got to spend time with him at the at a little park down eastwood park lake down in birmingham uh all week we got i mean i got to meet guys that you know i'd looked up to forever that i never even thought about meeting but uh you know i got to sit beside them and drive them back and forth to the lake and i got carried on some great conversations with some guys we we talked all the way there talked about different lakes they'd fished in alabama mainly um you know i don't I don't know that I would have changed anything. I mean, I enjoyed it. I had a blast. If I had any advice, you know, I might have took notes instead of just trying to memorize it. I might have had me a little tape recorder back then and recorded everything (laughs) they said. I can still remember a lot of it, though, Ricky Green talking about catching them in Alkahatchee Creek at Lake Martin. You know, I mean, the things that he did with the shad wrap and stuff, I can just remember talking to him about those stories. And, uh, you know, I got to talk to Mark Davis a lot that – that turn that week and uh about cranking and stuff so you know maybe if i if i could go back and record some of those conversations would be great but i had a time of my life just just being around those guys
0: dude phenomenal man great advice great storyline dude to be able to go back and and would i mean do, if were I you wish I'd have had
1: pictures you know i guess i would find i had pictures of it i don't have any pictures i've got you know, I've still got the classic hat, the Bassmaster classic hat from that year, and had everybody sign it. I mean, one of the names on it, Jay Ellis, uh, Roland Martin's on it. But Jay Ellis ended up being my roommate for the past 13 years after having him sign it, and probably the first time I'd ever talked to him was there. So, uh, it's been a, it's been great. Fishing's been great for me, and uh, that was probably the start, one of the starts of my wanting to go be a professional angler was being involved with that classic. I, and that was, you know, I'd been to other classics that were in Alabama stuff, but that was the first one that I was involved with.
0: Yeah, dude, just phenomenal, man. Well, dude, talk about six questions up and six questions down. Scott Canterbury, man, round of applause. You guys (laughs) smash that heart button, smash that likes up. Dude, you absolutely killed it here on the show, man. Didn't even, didn't even flinch at needing to plead the fifth, dude. Phenomenal, phenomenal stuff, man. I'd love to roll out the red carpet for you. we got to pick a couple winners here for these prize packs and stuff, but I'd love to take an opportunity, man, roll out the red carpet for you, let you thank any sponsors, give any kind of shout-outs that you want to. And yeah. uh, if you're if you're down to stick around, man, uh, you can hang out while we pick a winner.
1: Yeah, I'll hang out. But, uh, you know, definitely I've got, you know, I've, I've been super blessed in this industry, and I've got great sponsors. I've had some great sponsors for a long time. Some of the longest ones I've had, Dirty Jigs Tackle, been with them forever, have my own jigs out, and it's uh, been great, been good for me. Halo Rods, I've got a Signature Series whole lineup of rods that are going to be available here in probably the next two weeks. It's a little later than we expected, but it's because of everything that's been going on. Net Bay, Ardent Reels, uh, like we've mentioned them all day, but the guys at Bucks Island take care of me, take care of all the service that anybody needs bagley baits p-line i've got the you know a core group in the fishing industry sponsors that are in my opinion as good as any sponsors out there and they treat me like family i don't like to even call them sponsors as much as i do partners i mean we're like a family we're yeah. partners and we work together uh you know i've been at skeeter boats now to, i started my career in a Skeeter, and i got out of it with flw and ended up having to run a ranger But Skeeter and Yamaha, I'm back with them and feel like I'm at home, feel like I never left. Um, Plum One helped me get my career started. That's a whole other story. I was working for them at the time I started fishing. I couldn't have never done it without them. They're back helping me out. Boomerang Tools. Titan Tungsten. The list goes on and on. Anybody can follow it on my, my Instagram, my Facebook page. And where, where can we
0: where can we find you for that stuff? What's Canterbury your Instagram?
1: Canterbury Fishing on Facebook. Uh, nice. Instagram, the same thing. Yeah, it's all good. But, you know, I got some new sponsors. Gill Clothing really stepped up. And, I mean, if you want to be comfortable and dry while you're out on the water, you can't beat their clothing. Their rain suits are second to none. And, uh, you know, I'm pretty – Set my ways, and uh, I really have a lot to say about conservation, and and I've been a big on the youth push push in the sport and the high school fishing and college fishing, and but I've always tried to teach them about conservation, taking care of their resources, taking care of our fish, and that's something that if we don't do it, we won't have this forever. So uh, you know, fish life, fish care products, they stepped up and joined the team as well, and they're a big part. And I tell you what, I mean. I, I haven't seen a better product on the on the shelf than their products. I mean, they've got every anything you need to take care of your fish. Power pole. The list goes on and on. But uh, Lawrence, like we named the trolling motor earlier, but their electronics are, you know, the best on the market in my opinion as well. So, you know, love, that love pretty it. sums it up.
0: Got it, man, well, dude. Phenomenal, guys. Is this is definitely a hammer to be watching. Uh, you know, you, you you were you were you were a favorite on the home waters for the classic this year going into that and, uh, you know, fished really hard and, uh, you know, ultimately, uh, you know, uh, cherry, you know, cherry finished. What a phenomenal story that was. And, Unbelievable.
1: And, I mean, I fished, yeah. I fished that rip route two days of practice, but I never yeah. threw a jerk bait on it. That's crazy. Yeah. I mean, we all know, and I told everybody, I knew that lake as good as, I mean, Matt Heron's a local too that's a hammer yep. up there, but, you know, I knew that lake. I got more hours on that lake probably than anybody in that tournament and knew the lake well and knew no matter where it was won or where they called them, I knew the spots. And I was around the fish. I just never could get it going on. That lake has not been that – I mean, I fish it a lot, and I love it. I love the Tennessee River. There's certain times that I like it better than others, but uh, it hadn't been that great to me. I've had some really good days there. I mean, I led an FLW event there in February for three days. But uh, you know, just fell short at the end. But uh, I gave it a run. Got a, got off to a good start for 2020. I just I'm ready to get our season back underway and get everything going. Uh, hopefully, yeah. we'll be fishing Santee Cooper coming up, and these other tournaments are going to get rescheduled a little bit later down the line. But you know, we don't have any control over that. All we got to do is keep doing our part, and hopefully, we'll get everything lined back up and go fishing again.
0: Love it, man. Absolutely, guys. Well, at the beginning of the show, we told you guys we were going to do some giveaways. Uh, I asked you guys, uh, we were going to pick somebody that shared the live video here tonight to give away one of these $25 Bucks Island gift cards. That winner is going to be Mr. Barry Davis. Barry, man, thank you for the support, dude. You're in the show every week. You're always here. You're always supporting the show, man. So so, uh, jump in the DMs and and get with me, and I'll get you this $25 Bucks Island gift card over to you. Uh, uh, (laughs) Scott, man, if you don't mind, uh, we're going to pick a winner for this grand prize which is your jig package, man. Tell me a little bit about these jigs and uh, and this yeah. package that we're giving away.
1: Yeah, I mean, i got a – it's a Scott Canterbury flipping Jig, but it's really a super versatile jig. I designed that jig more fishing current than anything. I fished the Coosa River Tail Races, and, I mean, you can – I've taken people fishing. I mean, I can go back and tell stories. I've taken swindle fishing, took so many people fishing up there, and they're getting hung. They're breaking off all day and day, and I'm using the same old jig. Something that comes through that cover really good. It comes through brush. I swim it on seawalls. I don't, the only time I don't use that jig is I I swim a pointed head jig, just a regular swim jig in grass. If it's real sparse, I'll swim my jig, but you can flip it on docks, flip it in wood, do anything you want. It's got net bait trailers in the package. uh, Several jigs. Got, probably got some Canterbury Pro buzzes in there. And I finished second in the Forestwood Cup two times with that in my hand. And uh, finished second at Winyah Bay, and caught them all on it last year in day four. One of the great comebacks, but uh, yeah, I mean it's got a it's a total package. Just about anything you need to go catch some bass.
0: Oh, I got you. Well, I tell you what, we're going to give that away to uh, to Miss Jones Sharp right here. Uh, she's awesome. got a, uh, she posted up a fish here from Rogersville, Alabama. It says best fish ever caught fishing off the pier of the First Creek in Rogersville. And uh, she says fishing is my favorite thing to do. Uh, you'll be able to take these jigs here uh, from, from Bucks Island and from Scott Canterbury's selection of his own and, uh, and hopefully go get a new PB. Uh, and that's a good that's fit, that's- but I think you can do better with some of these jigs.
1: That's right. that I'm pretty sure that Pro Buzz is in there, and, I mean, that's something that she'll love to throw down there. You know, it's a uh, – Bucks Island takes care of those packages and builds them up for what we want to do. And, I mean, they do a phenomenal job, but uh,
0: she'll, well, she'll,
1: Ms- be, she'll be catching some nice ones.
0: Got it. Well, Miss Joan Sharp, congratulations. You guys tag her up. Uh, You can jump in the DMs and hit me or Westbrook Supply Co. And we'll get out to you. Uh, With that, we've got two $25 gift cards to give away. So I'm going to scroll on down here. There's Mr. Barry right there. Once again, Uh, Brandon Wilson, man, we touched on Saltwater earlier. You had a phenomenal story to go with this one. So Brandon Wilson, $25 gift card in the in the shop there to you uh scott tell me can you see enough of the screen to where i can let you just pick a photo for the last 25 yeah keep going down all right i'm I'm gonna scroll back to the top man we're gonna let you just pick one it can't be one of our shop guys but i'll let you know if you pick that one but just pick a photo and i'll stop on it man we got we got like 50 photos here uh lots of guys i like that yeah i
1: like that lots lots of good stuff pretty good too
0: you tell me when to stop and that'll be a
1: winner all right let's go to that one i'm a sucker for big fish go back down Back down this okay, one here, up, uh, other way, where I just where what, this guy right here now. Who is this up here? Yeah, who is that? Is this that one guy? right here, yeah. This is
0: this is Dustin. All it says is caught this pig on a jerkbait last day of freedom before we started our shelter in place. He hadn't
1: won one yet, has he?
0: No, nope, he ain't won I, one. I, so I there like you go.
1: Picture. That's, he had to take that picture himself, and that's a big fish. I like
0: it. Hey, that's a selfie. <laughs> he couldn't even, such a good selfie. He couldn't even get the whole fish <laughs> in it, man. So, I know
1: it looked yeah. good on it.
0: I'm saying that's a good fish, Dustin Latrell. Man, Scott Canterbury just picked your photo, brother. You are getting a a twenty-five dollar Bucks Island gift card. Jump in my DMs, jump in the shop DMs, and I'll get your email address and uh and get that stuff squared away for you. Uh, hopefully, you guys can make your way down to uh to the the bait and tackle shop there at Bucks Island, guys. I'm telling you, uh, they're they're getting heavy in the kayak game. Obviously, this is a kayak heavy show. Um, they're getting heavy in the kayak game. But if you, your buddies, your friends, any of you guys got any kind of bass boat issues? Are looking to upgrade, get into some of the aluminums. They got some great G3s and a whole bunch of stuff here at Bucks Island. I'm telling you guys right now, go check them out. Uh, those guys are phenomenal phenomenal. And tell them that the Scots sent you. Scots <laughs> sent you. They'll
1: treat you like family. I promise you. They, good they really will, man.
0: They've been they've been involved for a long, long time. They're a phenomenal organization up and down. Scott Canterbury, man, I cannot even begin to thank you enough
1: I appreciate for you making mind. this
0: dude's dreams come true no. and coming to be a part of the show, man. It's well, absolutely you're phenomenal. To go out fishing now. hundred percent, I'm in. You're, we're not too far away. I will make the drive whenever you're ready to go. I'll put your butt in one of these plastic boats and let's go fish.
1: We'll do it. Try, we might do that this summer. I'm looking I,
0: forward I still, to it. Yep. I, I'm in, man. Absolutely, man. I appreciate your time. Thanks so much. And uh, thank you. Thank you, Miss Dixie and Taylor, for sharing, sharing your man with me. We sure appreciate it, guys. Scott, man, great show. And uh, good luck, man. I hope everything fires back up for you. I'd love to see you repeat. Uh, you know, and, and make this a, a back-to-back championship, right?
1: it would be awesome. It would be unbelievable, i tell you that. I'm, I'm, I, Whatever it is, I'm just excited to be a part of the bass and uh, get back out there and go fishing again.
0: Well, go get her done, brother, and roll tide, and I'll roll catch tide. up with you later. That's right. Roll okay. tide, brother. Thank you. Peace. Guys, Scott Canenberry, I mean, holy, did you, uh, guys, hello. Are y'all paying attention to home? That was Scott Canenberry, just spent an hour and a half talking with us, unbelievably amazing. Make sure you guys are jumping in the comment section. Make sure you guys are smashing that heart and those thumbs up. What a phenomenal, phenomenal show. He didn't even flinch, man. He went through all six plead the fifth questions and just kept rolling. What a pro. What a guy who knows who he is, knows what he's doing on the water and off. Just a phenomenal stand-up angler. Those type of guys are why I love this sport at every single level. Of course, you know we've got phenomenal guys in our, in our plastic boat community, but there are still phenomenal guys at the, at, the, at the top and I love breaking these episodes up here every single Wednesday night and bringing you guys some story and uh, you know, and a, and a little bit of something different outside of the box of just what bait did you throw and What were your water conditions? I love hearing more about these anglers lives and kind of what drives them and what motivates them. You guys can catch this show in and in, on every major podcast platform and catch up on all of our other shows. If you've got some downtime right now, like so many of us do, you can also catch this episode and all the others, on, uh, on WestbrookSupplyCo.com forward slash Westbrook Wednesday. We've got, uh, I did t- I spent today scheduling the next six weeks. We've got some phenomenal shows coming. Make sure that you guys are tuning in every single Wednesday night right here on WestbrookSupplyCo.com or right here on Westbrook Supply Co.'s Facebook page. Uh, if you need anything right now, we're still shipping a lot of stuff out. The shop in Atlanta shut down, obviously, amidst everything going on. But you guys can find all your kayak accessory needs at westbrooksupplyco.com. Big thank you to Butts Island for everything that you guys did there. They've got a phenomenal bait and tackle shop. If you get an opportunity to go check them out, please do so. I'm your host, Scott Butcher. That was your 2019 Toyota Bassmaster Angler of the Year, Mr. Scott Canterbury. And uh, this was Westbrook Wednesday, guys. I'm Scott Butcher telling you guys to tag your dreams. We'll catch up with you guys later. See ya. Peace. Scott Canterbury came on the show. What? Scott came on the show. Like, and talk to me about fishing.